Ohayou gozaimasu. Konnichiwa, konbanwa. For whenever you're listening to the Joshi Pod, your weekly podcast about the world of Japanese women's wrestling. Joshi Wrestling. I'm your host, Eric Howard, coming to you from beautiful San Diego, California. I do want to first apologize for the delay in this week's episode, but I think it's well worth it. Uh, thank you so much uh, for the positive feedback from last week's episodes with Aki. Uh, he really gives you an insight of what it's like to be a foreigner living in Japan and also just how much he loves and respects the women of Gato Move. If you missed those episodes, please go, please go back and give him a listen. Uh, I, I think you're going to enjoy them. Uh, Aki's such a good guy. He's going uh, gonna to meet up with him when I'm in Japan in March. And speaking of that, I'm no BS, guys. I've got some pretty amazing interviews lined up. Um, some people I've never heard him do an English language interview before, so I'm pretty excited about that. So subscribe, rate, review on iTunes, SoundCloud, wherever you get your podcasts from. Uh, you're not going to want to miss those interviews next month when I actually make a trip over to Japan. But first, on this week's show, we do have our three-count headlines of the week, which includes how promotions are dealing with the coronavirus situation. Uh, instead of a show review this week, we're going to take a quick look at Kagetsu's career as it comes to an end this week on the 24th. Um, we'll see where uh, we'll also look at some other shows uh, that are taking place this week in Japan. We'll also see where performers are performing outside of Japan. And in the big main event interview, this one's special to me. Uh, it's from a young lady in my neck of the woods. Uh, it's real cool to see somebody, uh, one of your locals make good. It's Thunder Rosa. She grew up in, uh, she was born in Tijuana, grew up in Chula Vista, uh, in South San Diego, uh, the same area where I grew up in. Uh, we have quite a bit in common, uh, attending some of the same, uh, schools and, uh, you're really going to enjoy the conversation I had with her. Audio quality is not the greatest, won't lie to you. Uh, I had to catch her while she's uh, on the road uh, traveling to Corpus Christi, I believe she was on her way to. But uh, it was a fun interview. She's uh, She talks about a lot of fun things. She talks about her stardom uh, experiences early in her career and how it's going in Tokyo Joshi Pro now. So uh, please stick around and uh, give it a listen. She's, she's really killing it right now, so uh, please give it a listen. Without further delay, let's get into the biggest headlines of the week that are brought to you by Quiet Wyatt Designs. If you need a t-shirt, a logo, a Snapchat filter, anything designed, a lapel pin, uh, your boy Nolan is uh, the guy to go to. It's Quiet Wyatt Designs, Q-U-I-E-T-W-Y-A-T-T-T-T. Uh, designs, all one word. Uh, search for them on Facebook. You can also find them on Redbubble and on Twitter at QWD underscore official. Thunder Note Rosa and I have a little chat about uh, Nolan and the team at Quiet White Designs. Uh, he's got some uh, designs on her uh, thunderrosa.bigcartel.com. So support two at once with <laughs> supporting Nolan at Quiet White Designs and Thunder Rosa. Headline number one, because of the coronavirus situation in Japan, Stardom has announced they will be canceling shows on February 22nd, 23rd, 29th, and March 14th. They will have a show on March 8th at Corican Hall, but it'll be an empty arena. Uh, the show will be available for free on YouTube. Other companies have released statements as well, encouraging fans to wear masks, use hand sanitizer, and uh, also on some of the shows, wrestlers, will, uh, where they normally shake hands and, and greet fans, uh, they won't be doing that at this time. I understand Japan's sensitivity to controlling the virus. First, nobody wants to spread. And second, they have the Summer Olympics coming up this summer. 
And uh, the last thing I'm sure anybody wants there is an outbreak of uh, sickness uh, prior to the uh, start of the Olympics. We would like to wish uh, all those in Japan and around the world the very best. I'm tra- like, like I said before, I'm traveling there next month and the coronavirus has crossed my mind and my loved ones are asking questions. And, uh, and I spoke with Thunder Rosa about it as well and it's, it's on her mind as well. So headline number two, Performance Center in Japan. There have been talks now for a while that the WWE will be opening a Performance Center in Japan. The rumors have intensified this week, and it appears uh, WWE will be opening a facility later this year, with the announcement coming in July when uh, the WWE is touring Japan. You'd have to think that several veterans would be open to becoming trainers at the facility. A wrestler trainer just retired from stardom. Hmm. Headline number three. Rest in peace, P-Chan. Instead of doing a show of the week this week, we're going to take a quick look at the career of Kagetsu. Yukari Ashino was born on June 24th, 1992. She was trained after her junior high school graduation in 2008. She was just 16 when she started training at her Miko Satamura at the Sendai Girls Dojo. Just three months into her training, she wrestled an exhibition match against Ryu Mizunami to a five-minute draw. A month later, she had her first official match on August 24, 2008. She wrestled for Sendai Girls, JWP, Ibuki, Ice Ribbon, Pro Wrestling Wave, and a number of other promotions. On February 6, 2010, she wrestled her first match as Kagetsu in the Niu Shine promotion. She made her stardom debut in May 2012, losing to Saki Kashima. Kagetsu made her U.S. debut in 2012 with Chikara. Sendai Girls continued to be her base promotion, but she did leave the group in 2015 to become a freelancer. In April 2016, she became an official member of Oedotai and was a full-time member of the stardom roster. In June 2016, she teamed with Kyoka Kimura to defeat Io Shirai and Mayu Iwatani to win the Goddess of Stardom Tag Team titles. They would lose those titles to Kairi Hojo and Yoko Bido in December of 2016, and those are some legendary uh, stardom names in the, quite in a row there. She continued to perform in uh, other promotions, including Oz and Diana. In October 2016, she teamed with Kyoko Kimura again and Hannah Kimura to win the Artist of Stardom tag titles. Uh, and they held those belts until January 2017. In June 2017, she regained the Goddess tag titles, this time teaming with Hannah Kimura to defeat Hiroyo Matsumoto and Jungle Kiona. She was really establishing herself as the leader of Oedo Tai and, and finding her way into the main event scene. She had changed her look, slicked her hair back, and uh, she and Oedo Tai were becoming more and more popular. Kagetsu seems so cool to me. Is she, seem, is she as cool outside the ring as she seems inside the ring? Yeah, definitely. I mean, she's pretty bloody cool to look at in the ring, so that's saying something. <laughs> <laughs> she's just as awesome outside of it. She's just like this laid-back, happy, awesome girl and it was just oh it was great i got to have a few conversations with her thankfully because um yeah she spoke a little bit a little bit of english which was awesome so i had to get got to have a few conversations with her kagetsu returned to the u.s in 2018 wrestling for ring of honor in las vegas maryland and virginia on june 9th 2018 she ascended to the top of the stardom heap by defeating tony storm to win the world of stardom title one of the people she defended the title against was nicole savoy Okay, tell me yes. about Kagetsu. She's she's another one. Another one that's just athletic, 
so awesome and like she's like a sponge like when she like sees something she really likes she wants to know more about it and it's like very infectious to where it rubs off on you and you kind of want to know like why things are done a certain way you want things broken down and explained and stuff as well and she's like so good at like teaching things and she actually was one of the ones with Hannah that like really broke down and explained um that Joshi style of storytelling and stuff to me because you know like you know here in America you know we tell stories in, in the ring differently mm-hmm. versus over there and so um yeah could get to you know one day in training I just sat there and asked her like you know what's the difference between what I know back home and what's done out here and she you know she explained it to me and I was like oh in April 2019, she wrestled for both Stardom and Ring of Honor during WrestleMania week, including appearing at a dark match at Madison Square Garden. Jim Valley did the English commentary for the Stardom pay-per-view in New York. It's no secret that I love the Prime Minister Kagetsu. She may be, she's in the running for the most underappreciated best wrestler in the world. As far as her ability, you know, she is able to, when she needs to have a great match, she has a great match. And when she doesn't need to kill herself, it's still a great match. Um, You know, when she needs to be fearful, she's not overly fearful to where it harms the character. She is always puts in the appropriate everything at the right time. And she may be so good at it, that may be a reason that she's overlooked. Uh, I just think she is... She is brilliant. Kagetsu had dropped the World of Stardom title to B. Priestley on May 4th, 2019 at Shinkiba First Ring. Over time, Kagetsu, along with Maya Iwatani, became the main trainers at the Stardom Dojo. Alex Grassi was able to train under Kagetsu while touring Japan. Tell, tell me a little bit about Kagetsu. Give me some love for Kagetsu. I mean, she's just everything that you would want in a leader. I believe like she would do stuff just so flawlessly. And like when you watch her, she's just like so captivating that you're just like, oh, my gosh. And just the way um, she's able to like be kind and patient with you, like while you are learning, like I think that is everything like you want in a leader. But she'll also like push you to your limit to where you feel like you can't do something or you can't go anymore. And like you find out that you can. And it's like because of her, she's just so sweet and so motivating. We were very lucky to, or I was very lucky to have her while we were there. On December 25th, 2019, Kangetsu announced she would be retiring from wrestling. She'd just come off an amazing match with Mayu Iwatani at the uh, stardom end of year climax show. There were rumblings that there was a power struggle and her and her top trainee, Hazuki, were retiring because they lost the power struggle. There were also rumors that of trainees were not liking her style of training and wanted her out. None of the rumors were actually corroborated, and while she was doing her retirement tour, there's nothing but positive comments and respect given to Gagetsu. She did finally pass the torch to the new Oedeo Tai leader, Natsuko Tora. Kagetsu's wrestled for just about every Joshi promotion during her retirement tour, including going back to her first promotion, Sendai Girls. Her final match will be February 24th, while she'll face her trainer, Miko Satamura. The show will air on some format on Samurai TV. The Prime Minister may not get the recognition that some of the other stardom women get for help building the company, but she definitely deserves some. She made a way to tie the coolest faction in wrestling, and she was one of the pillars uh, holding the company up while some of the other women were uh, headed to North America and to other promotions uh, in the United States. 
No word on what she'll be doing after her retirement. We do wish her well. Thank you, Prime Minister, and we wish you the best of luck in retirement. Not a ton of shows this week in Japan. On the 22nd, Diana's at Shinkiba First Ring. Ice Ribbon's at their dojo in Saitama. Uh, the 23rd, we have uh, Wave at Shinkiba First Ring. And Gato Moves at Ichigaya, Ichigaya Chocolate Square. The 24th is the uh, Kagetsu Retirement Show. There's also an Ice Ribbon Show, their big show at Kurikan Hall. Uh, former guest Tikla will be on that show. Uh, Marvelous is at Shinkiba First Ring. Uh, Pure J is at Itabashi Green Hall. Diana is at their dojo in Kanagawa. Uh, Tokyo Joshi Pro is in uh, Sijo Hall. I can't say that word. Uh, a big match I'm looking forward to seeing on that one is uh, my uh, Miyu Yamashita facing Palm Harajuku. Uh, they're two of my favorites in uh, Tokyo Joshi Pro. And Seedling uh, is part of a bigger show in Kanagawa. Uh, some of the regulars, uh, Seedling regulars will be on the show, along with Sima and some of the talent from OWA. Let's take a look to see where performers are performing outside of Japan. Tokyo Joshi Pro will be at uh, Tampa, Florida for WrestleMania weekend, Friday, April 3rd at WrestleCon. Get those tickets at WrestleCon.ShowClicks.com. Some of the Tokyo Joshi Pro talents have been booked for other shows. Maki Ito and Miyu Yamashita are scheduled for the Joey Ryan Party Show on April 4th. Uh, also during WrestleMania weekend, Vinny, the uh, wrestler known as Asuka in Japan, will make her U.S. debut on Effie's Big Gay Brunch Show on February 4th. For ticket info, go to MakeItGayer.Eventbrite.com. Go support uh, Asuka Vinny. Uh, she's a wonderful talent and has come a long way in her just a couple, three, four years uh, in the business. Uh, Ice Ribbon's Akane Fujita will be in the U.S. from May, uh, March 2nd to April 14th. She's available for bookings by reaching out to kikataro.booking at gmail.com. She will be appearing at the Fist Combat Show on March 6th in San Diego. She'll be in a 10,000 thumbtack match. You can get more information on that match. Uh, uh, for that event by visiting facebook.com slash TV. Before I get to that big main event interview with Thunder Rosa, I want to thank you guys again for downloading and listening to this episode of the Joshi Pod. If you'd like to follow the show on Twitter, you can at the Joshi Pod. And again, stick around and listen to Thunder Rosa, and we'll talk to you guys next week. Arigato gozaimasu! So this interview, guys, this interview, guys, is very important to me. She's one of our own. She's one of my own. I grew up in Chula Vista. She's born in Tijuana, raised in southern San Diego. Very excited to have the international princess champion, the NWA women's champion, La Meta Meta, Thunder Rosa on the Joshi Pod. Thanks for joining us, Thunder Rosa. Hi. Hi. I am recording you on my blog because I'm blogging you. Oh, Nice. We'll, we'll double dip it here, right? That was the thing. I forgot the Okay. Funny story? It's not funny for him. He's been asking me to do his podcast for about a month or two. And I finally say yes. You were, I mean, when I started this podcast, you were one of the first people I wanted to talk to because you're you're one of my people. We're from uh, both from San Diego. Yes, we are. Um, 
I am from, well, I actually am from PJ, but I, I, did you go, what high school did you go to? I went to Castle Park. Boo. <laughs> Boo. I went to uh, Montgomery High School. Go Aztecs. <laughs> so then after, after high school, you went up to Cal Berkeley, right? No, I stayed in Southwestern College. I, w- I was there for four years because I had to, like, learn English. Mm-hmm. I legit, like, when I went to high school, I was like, yeah, I'm going to go to college. Woo-woo. And then um, they were like, nope, you're not because you don't speak English. You're, like, really behind. Um, you know, I didn't, never, didn't even know the standardized or nothing. So um, they're like, you got to go to community college. I went to Southwestern for a little while as well. Yeah, I, w- I was there for four years, bro. That's good, though. But but you know what? It was like, that was like one of the most years of I learned so many people's skills there. Like, I got involved in a bunch of stuff in sports. It was the first time that I played sports, like, a lot. Like, I learned how to play tennis. I learned how to swim. I played volleyball. Anything that I could get my hands on that they allowed me to do with, you know, the credits so I didn't have to pay. I will do it. So, uh, and then I got involved in like um, student government, and I was a senator first, and then I became a vice president. And um, but then, I, you know, that's that's what, like I said, that's what I learned how to do. I mean, I already have the skills, but I, that's where I developed. So I'm really grateful, and I'm gonna give a shout out to uh, I don't know if you're gonna listen to this, but Arlie Ricasa, she was my uh, my advisor for many years. Like she's like such a strong woman like I had so many strong women in uh in my in my life like in my adult life that like were able to guide me when I was struggling so she was one of them and uh she still works in the as a politician in, in, in that's awesome so you you went to Cal Berkeley after that now were you, did you ever eat at top dog Am I, did, did I ever see myself as a top dog? No, when you went to Cal Berkeley, at the, the did you ever eat the hot dog place uh, top dog? Yeah, well, you know, it's funny because I didn't even want to go to UC Berkeley, man. Like, my, my, I, I, I was like, no, I'm going to go to San Diego State, right? So I went to San Diego State, they denied me. I cried for a week. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I didn't get in. But because I was missing one class. But then... Um, I got the opportunity to go to UCLA and I stayed there for a week uh, through a program, again, that I learned as a student government. And there they helped us, like, how to apply for all the like, UC schools. So I applied to five different UC schools. And I got in all of them. I got, I wanted to go to UCLA. But my husband, at that time, while we were living together. He was like, there is no way in hell we're moving to Los Angeles. <laughs> I hate the traffic. It's too crowded. How about we go and take a trip to, like, Cal Berkeley, so you can see the school and see if you like it. So he took me there, um, and I didn't tell my parents. I told them that I was going to go to a field trip. <laughs> but uh, but uh, I ended up going there, and, and we fell in love with the Bay Area. And um, that's when we make our decision to go to the Bay Area. Funny story is, we had a Dodge Caravan, 1986, with a blown gasket, bro. We drove that thing. I think half of it was trash, honestly, but it was like, it was our stuff. And it took us 15 hours because we had to stop every hour to pour water in the car. <laughs> it was overseeing. So we finally made it. He didn't have a job. I didn't have no money. It was like, we had just bought the dogs and like, and, and, and just the hope that we we're going to make a better life for ourselves. 
and that's how we started our, our, our journey in, in the Bay Area. When did you start training to wrestle? Um, I didn't start training to wrestle until I was, it's 2014, January 2014, but uh, I started attending a lot of uh, shows in 2013. This, this was like three years after I graduated from college, and my husband was in college at that time. And he was about to transfer to uh, uh, Cal State East State, and um, the money that we raised to um, from scholarship for him to go to university, I used it to go to to, uh, to go to uh, wrestling school. But we lost all the money because they closed the school. So. Mm. so you're not wrestling very long before you make your first trip over to Japan. Yeah, I was. Um, I had less than ten matches when they invited me to go to Stardom. Like, who invited you? Uh, uh, Chilo Mosa. Okay. She, uh, came to, she came to our school and she was training with us and then all of a sudden she called me one time and she's like, are you interested in going to Japan? And I'm like, uh, yes. And I was like, what do you have to do? Well, you'll have to stay three months there, blah, 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 blah. My job at that time, it was super, they were super supportive and knew I was doing wrestling at that time. So they were like, yeah, you can take a leave of absence for three months and then come back and do, do your job. So I was like, all right. So, so it was rough, man. Like, you know, I'm not going to lie. I've never been, I've never been in another country besides Mexico and the United States. And um, it was a culture shock. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big time. It was like, mostly it was because, you know, I, li- I live in the area. We're very progressive. We, you know, we as women, we can say whatever. We can, you know, be whatever. And then I go to Japan and it's just like certain stuff about women are a little, are still a little behind. And I just couldn't gonna handle it like if you just couldn't like get a grasp of it i was like what is going on why is this happening but you know with time i learned how to respect the culture i learned how to love the culture and i learned how to love the country and it's their country there's nothing you can do about it i go there and work and yeah you know, there's like some stuff that i missed up but you know that's how they live and, and that's 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 what they do like it will take time for it to become more progressive and to be more open about their stuff wrestling wise do you think you were ready i mean you're not very long into the business yeah but... come on Dude, no, I was not ready. But you know what? When you have good, uh, when you have good uh, fundamentals, and you have charisma, and you can just kind of like take until you make it, that's what you do. And I, I did that, and people were like, "Oh, so you only been wrestling for a long No way!" You know, I just like had to learn super fast, and I had to like uh, adapt to what my senpais were asking. So. Um, Again, because I was so new, like, a lot of the moves that it was, like, very similar to what the other girls were doing. So, my senpai, uh, she pretty much told me, you got to change your, you got to change your, uh, your moveset. So, that's what I worked for the few months that I was there. And while I got sick, not sick, when I got that concussion, I was out for a whole month. That's when I mostly was, like, studying and, and making sure that I was doing what they had to So, who was the, who were the trainers at the, the dojo? When I was training there, it was Io Shirei. She's not bad to learn from, right? Oh, excuse me? She's not bad to learn from. Uh, hell no, man. Like, all the rope stuff that I learned, it was from her. Like, I, I, I learned not to be afraid of the ropes after I went and did some stuff with her. So, like, she's got such a high-flying uh, wrestler. She's like, I was like, she's one of the best, if not the best wrestler in, in, in the box. Like, she can go, you know, mat wrestling. She can do a high-flying. She's very... Uh, She's able to tell a story regardless if she speaks English or not. And she's very likable, too. You know? So you, you had uh, some matches, some with Mayu Batani, some with Io. What's it like to be with 
in the ring with such talented people? Um, I mean, when you're like that green, this uh, is very, I was very nervous all the time. Because I didn't want to forget anything, you know? Um, and I don't want to break kayfabe, but, you know, there's like a, like a method to the madness in, in, in a match, and, and they're very particular about it in, in Japan. So uh, when you're like a ring girl, it's just like memorization is not bad, you know? You can get the hint, the short end on the stick, which I did a couple times, but, you know, it's part of a learning process. So um, I learned so much. I wish, I honestly wish I would have had a little bit more experience so I could have had, like, more dope matches in terms of, like, having matches with, like, people on top. So I could have learned a lot more. But you know what? Regardless, I, I always have this uh, mentality that no matter who you are in the ring, you can always learn something. They must have, you must have impressed them somehow because they, they asked you back the following year. Well, yeah. It was kind of like... Um, they wanted to bring me, like, before, but I couldn't, so I was working, and then, like, um, we, we worked, we worked a couple angles, and we were able to go as a tag team, so, yeah. You and, uh, Holly dead? Holly dead, yeah, 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 so, I mean, that's, I think that's important once you start establishing yourself as a wrestler, that they're seeing things, and then they're like, yeah, well, I can bring you back, but, um, then, you know, I took a hiatus from, from, uh, from Japan for a while, and, uh, but then I, I came back with uh, Tokyo Joshi Pro Wrestling. And now it's going to be my third tour with them, which is, like, super awesome. Like, I love, 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 love Sagaki-san, the trainers, the ladies. Just Tokyo Joshi in general and, and what it's, like, stands for. I mean, I know a lot of the girls in that might be like, oh, my God, they're super technical. There's probably one or two or three that are on top. But... I mean, most of the other girls, they're like, they come from different parts of, of the business, of the entertainment business. And uh, some of them are models, some of them are singers, you know, but all of them have like the same thing in common. They want, they want to wrestle. They want to perform. And they enjoy doing it, you know? So, um, well, what's, the, gonna, what's the difference like yeah. in the culture, like in, in the, in the training in the back and stuff, difference between stardom and uh, Tokyo Joshi Pro? Me, I guess coming to Tokyo Joshi, like I had a name now, and it was like the girls were treating me differently. But I always, uh, I always give them so much respect and so much love. Like, we're all women, and we're all there to like entertain and have fun. And um, it, it, working in Tokyo Joshi for me has been like so easy, and, and the girls are so easy going. Uh, the coach is like, if you make a mistake, he doesn't like, you know, chew your ass about it. They're kind, and it's like, okay, let's work, it, let's work on it next next time and um he really helped the girls in, in terms of like psychology wise and getting their characters over that's so important no matter if the girl is like a beginner or she's on top like he always like i feel like he treats them in like the same the same way which i really i really do enjoy i don't feel like i mean there is a hierarchy stuff i mean that's everywhere in the band but I don't, feel, I don't feel like it was, like, the way that it was when I was working at Startup. Because we have, like, some of the, you know, legends working there. You know, Kimura-san, she was there uh, many times. And, like, this lady have been wrestling for 15, 20 years. So you have to better show their respect to them. So, um, I don't know. It's, 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 it's different. Like, I haven't, I haven't really seen that, like, we all put the ring together. Um, I, I don't know. It's just, like, they're very different. 
they're very, very different. And like I told you, like, because they're like a little more easygoing, I really enjoy working with Sophie Joshi. That's like my style. Good. And I'm not the only one saying this, but like the last couple of years, I mean, you've improved by leaps and bounds and you are pretty amazing right now in your, your work and stuff. And uh, I, I noticed that this last uh, couple of matches you had at Tokyo Joshi Pro, I was like, dang, Thunder Rosa is really, really, really good right now. What, what, what do you think clicked for you in the last couple of three years that you, you, you improved so much? Confidence. I believe in myself now. I believe in myself. I believe that I'm a, I'm a, an athlete and an entertainer. And if nobody else wants to believe it, well, that's, that's their bad. They're going to sniff on it. You know, I, I would have some badass matches, man, on WOW and stuff like that. And they always, like, attribute it to somebody else. But I don't think it's, like, attributing to somebody else that you have a good match to Tanga, mm-hmm. you know? And I feel like the opponents that I've had, like, we've been able to, like, highlight their their their, their strengths. And that, that's the most important part when you're, like, in a match. It's like, you must have to like want to highlight your opponent's you know, strength. I mean, I, I'm not there to just put my, my stuff over, you know. I don't need that. I want to have a good match. I want to tell a good story. If the other person is willing to do so, yeah, let's go, let's go dance, let's, let's, let's have a party, you know. And I'm having fun. And like when I'm there, I'm loving it. I forget about everything. I forget about my back hurts. I forget about my shoulder hurts. I forget that, uh, you know, I got beat up in MMA the, the day before and my, my chins are bruised. I'm there to, like, entertain and have fun. And I think that's, that's the big difference. And you can see it, you know? Mm-hmm. So is the collective experience from, like, WOW and, and Lucha Underground, all that stuff, was that what brought on your confidence? Yeah. I think um, a lot of my um, very hard times during, uh, you know, certain TV shows and stuff, like, you know, like, the self-doubt, the, the, like, am I, am I good enough for this spot? Am I, you know, why is it not, why is I'm not there, you know, like just being patient and, and, and understanding that certain things happen at, at a certain time, it, it was important in like, you know, learning, like learning how to work camera, learning how to like, you know, uh, tell a story and like, instead of like doing all these crazy moves, it's the most important part at the end of the day. Like, they remember that. They remember the facial expression. They remember, like, certain things that you do in the ring, like mannerisms and stuff like that. It's like, when I did Cobra Moon, that's what I learned, you know, because I had a mask, so I had to be extra. And I had to, like, make sure that um, I convey the story that the, the producer wanted to convey and then wanted to tell me about, about the character. And I translated that on Thunder Rosa. We have forced so much on this character. I mean, Thunder Rosa is new, but, you know, I'm to the 15th level, you know, on everything. And um, how you see me in the ring right now, that's how I want to see myself in the cage mm. when I step on the cage the second time. It's just finding the confidence and finding, you know, I know I have a dog in me. And I, I showed it so many times in the ring. But I have to show it in the cage. So it's like it takes it takes it takes some time before you get that. So Tokyo Joshi Pro obviously has confidence in you. They put uh, you against Maki Ito. My fans want to hear all about that match with Maki Ito. Um, how was the match? Yeah, how'd it go? Uh, have you seen it? 
I have. <laughs> like, have you seen it? I have. I think it went. I, I think it went. I think it went well. I beat the crap out of her. You made her cry. Oh, yeah, of course. And I feel like I have a gift and I put it every time I can <laughs> on, on, on social media. I mean, she's nasty. She's so nasty. That's, I was like, man, if I could do that, I will do it too. But, yeah, but um, who's, she's wonderful to work with. Like, who's teaching um, her those words? <laughs> I don't know, man. I think she just goes on Google and, like, Google them. And then he, he finds the nastiest word to put on Twitter today and say what I learned. Like, <laughs> The last one that she put it was about, like, pooped on or something. <laughs> that, I was like, I, I just, to me, I'm like, and then she put that picture of, like, kind of like, she has something on it, and I'm just, like, putting on my face, like, yeah, you're too much, girl. You're too much, but, um, is I she, hope we had is she that way, hands. is she that way backstage, too? Is she kind of just a free spirit as well? Wow, man, she's, she's super, all the girls are, man, just the girls are chill. Like, I don't even know how to explain it. They're, like, so kind. At least to me, all of them, they show me so much kindness. And, like, when I'm come back, like, they, they're so warm to me. Like, that I'm very warm, and I, I love working with them. You know, I love creating art and, like, creating something really, really fun with them. That's, I mean, and, and, I, and I want them to learn from me, and I want to learn from them, too. You know? Because, like I said, I don't know how many times I'm going to keep going back to Japan, but as many times I go back, I'm just going to keep, you know, keep learning, keep having great matches. And, and even if we, like, the match is, like, so, though, like, it doesn't matter. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to take that personal and, like, you know, I always care about it now. We all work together, and it's, it's amazing. So you're going back the first weekend of March. Yeah, man, I'm leaving on Friday. Nice. on Friday. I have three shows. I will be defending my championship against Baby Kaiju. Like, last time, she defended her championship. Now it's my turn to defend my championship. So, uh... I'm, I'm, I'm really excited. She's so good. She's so fast. It's going to be awesome. I'm, a lot of fun. And I'd be remiss if I didn't bring up uh, NWA Power. You're kind of like one of the uh, the most, I think, the most entertaining parts of that, that entire show. Well, I, I mean, I mean, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm just, NWA just brought the best out of me, I think. Um, I think a lot of people deny me from, from the spotlight and um, NWA just put that spotlight on me. And I think I'm, I'm doing everything on, on, on the best of my ability. And my, you know, my husband and I to like take it to the next level. And now winning the championship to be the champion, I just want to keep playing it in very different ways. And, you know, showing the respect that other women deserve, like the, the ones that were like, um, you know, the pioneers of, of, of women's wrestling. You know, so I was like, he was doing a lot of, like, Nova Burke and stuff, and talking about history, and talking about all the stuff, uh, and the way, it is important to mention, you know, uh, like, all the suffering and all the, all the struggles that so many women have to go through for us now to be in the spot that we are, you know. Yeah, well, women always, like, like lately, they talk about the women's revolution, but this is something that's been happening for, like, 
eight, nine decades, you know, like women were asked for respect and women not, were not allowed to wrestle in certain states. I'm not only talking about here in the United States, I'm talking about Mexico too. It was like something very, very similar to that. And it has to do with women's rights, you know, and, 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 uh, and it's important to mention not to, to be forgotten because uh, so many women have to sacrifice so much for us to be here and for us to like, you know, and I follow you on social media. So, I mean, you do a lot of, of media appearances and things like that. Is that to get that word out about the, the this woman's rev- evolution, revolution, whatever you want to call it, that you're you're kind of spearheading this latest version of it? Well, um, all the media appearances that we're doing is we're doing it for a purpose. You know, uh, we want to really uh, uh, expand the brand of Santa Rosa everywhere. And I'm not only talking about in wrestling. I'm talking about in you know, entertainment. Um, we I want to get more involved in like educating other young women about you know self esteem, um, you know self defense, like all this kind of stuff that you know wrestling, jujitsu, MMA can bring to their life. You know like how empowered they can be if they uh, if they focus on you know um, on educating themselves in different ways. I'm not only talking about going to school and, and learning a trade. I'm talking about all kinds of stuff, you know, and like the opportunities that we, as women of color, we can also have, you know, in, in different in different aspects and in different avenues of life. So, uh, yeah, that's why we're like, we're focusing so much on, on doing that and, and talking about it. So I think it is important that other women hear that it is possible to achieve your goals and that it is possible to, to uh, um, try something new, even though you are not the youngest or you probably are not likely to succeed, you know, but you still can try and you still can do it. Not only try, but doing it, you know, and take you to the next level. So I'm, I'm, I'm really passionate about that. Like like, I've said this many times before. I don't think I, I, wrestling doesn't owe me anything. I owe everything to wrestling, you know, my success, my, my, my happiness, um, the the way that I interact with my fans, like it's all because of wrestling. So, um, yeah. I got a couple, more, couple more questions for you. Who is the queen of Texas? I am. I am the fucking queen of Texas. I'm sorry I cursed. I am. Whoever else wants to say that, okay, fine. But I can tell you something. I can outsell anybody on tickets because I love my fans. I reach out, I promote, my team promotes, my husband, my, you know, everybody is on like, and we promote the crap out of it. And people come to see me. I sound so egocentric. <laughs> <laughs> I am the queen of Texas, everybody can say that. I've had a couple. Everyone calls themselves a queen, but. I've had a couple other women who say they're the queen. And, you know, everybody knows who it is. <laughs> Uh, let's talk about WrestleMania weekend where your Tokyo Joshi Pro is going to be have a show as well. How do you think it's going to translate over to the American audience? Hmm. A lot of people are very excited to see this. Like, they, they, they follow DDT. They can sign up for DDT Pro, by the way. Pay $9.99. Go DDT.com to pay $9.99. And you can get access to uh, Tokyo Joshi, DDT, Gambare, all kinds of stuff, all matches. There's a bunch of stuff. And people that follow Joshi for wrestling, I think they just want to see more Joshi shows. And um, they're going to have like half of the roster come here. 
So, and then they have uh, Sue Young, Priscilla, and I in the show. So, um, this gummy is really good. Um, you know, there's, there's gummy, a couple of uh, chip chip events. We're going to spend the chip chip, I think, during the show. And people are going to get to see something that they don't get to see every single day. They can only see that on, on YouTube. So, uh, or, or on DVD.com. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, have you been in uh, a Yoshi show before? I've been to several. I've been to Japan four times. So I went, I went to one Tokyo Joshi Pro show. I've been to quite a few stardom shows, uh, uh, got to a move show, wave show, different, different companies. So, uh, I, I love, I love Joe. Obviously I love Joshi wrestling. I'm doing a podcast about it, right? Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, it's, it's pretty much the same thing, but you know, with an American crowd and the American crowd is, it's so interesting because a lot louder, well, especially for like stardom shows, like for Tokyo Joshi, I feel like the, the, the fans are like super loud. They, they're very engaged in the matches. So that's what I, another thing that I like about the promotion. Okay. Let's hope Maki keeps the words to herself, though. Uh, well, I don't know. I don't know what she's going to do. She's going to be, like, poking people's butts. <laughs> I hope people sing along with her. That would be actually kind of cool to see. You think people will sing along? Do they know this song? I think they do. Like I think American? More than you know, I think, yeah. Because I think when she went to England recently for Eve, that people sang along with her. Okay, then, then there you go. So, Thunder where can we find you on the internet? You can find me always on Instagram. I'm always on Instagram, guys. If you have a question, send me a DM. I usually respond. Twitter, I respond. But you can't send me a message. I can't call you. Thunder on Instagram and Twitter. Facebook is Thunder Rosa 2. Uh, you can also watch me and my blog, my traveling blog. Uh, in YouTube at Santa Rosa. And um, for any merchandise, you can go to sandarosa.bakerdell.com. She has a shirt designed by our show sponsor, Quiet White Designs. Yes, my friend Nolan, man, he's the best. He designed another one, which I'll be dropping pretty soon. I'm like looking for somebody to like print the design because it's so dope. I want like the right person to print it. Uh, but, um, yeah, we're gonna. I'm gonna be working with him for with a couple stuff, and he also did the Thunder Power um, design, the black and yellow. Uh, black and yellow. Mm-hmm. You can find that on my page, and um, I have pins and I have hats on that design too. So they're pretty dope. Oh, and I forgot. Don't forget to watch us on uh, NWA Power every Tuesday at six o five, and you can watch the old shows there too on YouTube. So I'm there. You can't say that. You can't say that. You can't. You can't see me. But I'm there. You're not John Cena. We can see you. <laughs> I, I actually did the John Cena. Can see me after all <laughs> We'll see that on your vlog, right? No, actually, no. I didn't record the whole thing. I just recorded the beginning. But, oh, okay. <laughs> um, but I should have. Like, you can see me. I'm like there right now. I have to. You have to. You know, like when you do, you can't. But yeah, guys, like. You know, come and tell your friends. If they haven't followed, to tell them to follow me on all the social media. We're trying to get 60,000 followers by the end of March. No, not the end of March. Uh, by the middle of March. And then I work hit, we're trying to hit. No, we're not trying. We are going to hit 100,000 followers, hopefully by the end of July. That's, that's our goal. And uh, same with, uh, 
with Twitter. We want we want our social media to grow more. So we want to pass out the word. Even even if your friends don't watch wrestling, tell them to follow me and, and uh, on YouTube. Like the blogs. I don't know if you had the chance to like see the some of the blogs. Mm-hmm. They're actually not that bad. No, they're good. Yeah, I mean, I can't put a bunch of stuff because, like, you know, I like to curse a lot, so it's a lot of it. I was <laughs> 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 like, oh, I'm not put this in there. Uh, but um, yeah, you guys, the next one, you guys are gonna get to see me going back to the Bay Area, and I'm just, I actually saw some people that you know they knew me from before I became a wrestler. So, it's kind of cute. Guys. Mel or Thunder Rosa is one of the good ones. Please follow her. Please support her career. She's uh, I'm very thankful to have her on the show this week. And uh, yeah, follow her. Go to her vlog. Follow her on YouTube, Instagram. Buy her shirts. Support her and Nolan yes. at the same time. Yes, guys. Thank you so much again for all of those that um, bought merchandise last week, the last ten days. I got all the money for my car. Um, everybody, you know, pitched in and donated. I am beyond grateful to the fans and to like all the people I wanted to help. Um, I am right. I you have no idea, man. It's been it's been quite a, a journey in the last couple of weeks because you know all that and like all the love that everybody shows me and it's uh, reciprocal. You know, I, I I love my my fans and uh, I love to entertain them. So I just I'm so thankful for everybody. Mm-hmm.